0: Welcome to Vibing with Vi, with your host, Violet Mitzi. Now let's vibe. Hi, Vibers. Today we're joined with a very special guest. She was born in Edmonton, is an extroverted introvert, loves being on her dad's boat in the summer, and wanted to be an interior designer as a kid. Please give a warm welcome to Amanda Baird, AKA my Edmonton bestie. Hi, and thank you for coming on today. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I know you were a little nervous about today. Don't be nervous. Relax. Relax the jaw. You're so smiley.
1: <laughs> Say something. <laughs> Hi, Violet. I'm doing great. It's sunny today in Alberta. So, I mean, it is cold. It dropped down to minus eight, but the sun is giving me life and uh, I'm ready to get this started.
0: <laughs> I wish I could say the same. Today's weather's actually been shit. It was like sunny, rainy, sunny, rainy. I'm kind of over it, but that is on terrible. <laughs> That's how it always goes. Uh, so what I wanted to kind of get started before we get into our fun topic today is kind of how we met. So it's funny because... I usually have a lot of guests on that, most of them that I've met in person and you and I have not So we actually work for the same company. I'm based out of Ontario. You're based out of Edmonton, but we never actually had an opportunity to meet in person, but it was like the first phone call that we had about work. I don't know what it was, but like, for me, it was just a vibe. Like, I'm like, okay, this guy's just, she's pretty cool. Like, I, I think I can talk to her. And then the second that we both found out that we're Capricorns, I'm like, okay, it's it. Like we're, we're going to be friends. And then finding out that our birthdays are like a week apart. I'm like, yo, this bitch. Yeah. What's up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why we connected. We're like Capricorns, man.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. And then I would like be in my office and somebody would come and knock on, on my door and I'd be like, sorry, I'm on, I'm on a call right now. And they're like, who are you talking to? I'm like my best friend in Edmonton. And they're like who the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Amanda Barrett. She's my best friend. We're Capricorns. Leave me alone. Close my door.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. So true.
0: So many times I'm like, when we would talk, I'd call you about like something about work and I'd just be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, we've on the, on the phone for like an hour, an
1: hour and a half. Sometimes people would always like comment or like they'd come over to my desk and they'd ask me questions and because I was in a cubicle so like people could hear right but like I was always like subdued about our conversations but it was just like always so awkward everyone's like oh she's on the phone and I'm like yeah I'm on the phone with Violet <laughs>
0: yeah you're you're like yeah
1: uh, we're talking about really
0: important health
1: stuff.
0: which I mean we were sometimes but then other times you know we're Get off track yeah and then at the same time we're like snapchatting or each other like throughout work and like on the weekends like so yeah. fun I'm super sad and disappointed that we don't get to enjoy that work relationship anymore, but that's okay. No, We're going to be long distance friends forever. You just obviously at some point need to make a trip to Toronto. Yes, because I will to get my ass back to Edmonton. Good luck. That ain't happening anytime soon. Been there. I want
1: to see the T dot and I want to see where Drake lives, you know? (laughs) And (laughs) JB.
0: Oh, God. I could show you a lot more cool things than where Drake lives. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could. (laughs) So, one quick question that I had to ask you because I always send people pre screen questions before they come on. And you mentioned that you wanted to be an interior designer as a kid, because I asked you what you always wanted to be. But then you also said a chef. <laughs> what?
1: Like- it changed a lot growing up. But like my favorite shows, honestly, like growing up was like Trading Spaces and I would watch The Food Network. And we had a small galley kitchen growing up and my mom would never let me like in the kitchen. It was like her space. Like it was supper time. She was always cooking quick things because either I had soccer, or my brother had hockey and it was just like, go, 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 go. Get out of my way. You're in my way. So I literally started watching like Food Network yeah. and I was just addicted. Like Gordon Ramsay is my favorite person in the world. A lot of people don't really like him, but I love him. And that's I literally how I taught myself how to cook and I just I fell in love with cooking but I mean my family kind of talked me out of it because they're just like you know you're gonna work a lot on holidays you're gonna hate your life you're gonna work on the weekends like do you really want that for your life so that kind of that dream died down and and like interior design has always just been like something that I really like I'm not like that decorative I guess in today's modern sense but yeah I have my my style and my apartment's basically full of pastels. So it's your apartment all the time so at my house.
0: Your apartment's <laughs> so you. cute. All the pictures that you've sent me, it's so cute. But I, I had to mention the chef thing because like, yes, we've known each other for like about a year, but I don't know if you know, but like I went to school for culinary. That's why I was out in Banff is because I worked at the Fairmont in the pastry kitchen because I went to school for cooking. So when I read that, I was like, whoa, oh, Back up. did we ever talk about that I'm like maybe we never talked about that so that's so funny like that you had that dream I also had that dream I just went through that but your parents were wrong in the fact that like you work literally every single holiday yeah. <laughs> you have no social life only with people that work in the industry which isn't always a bad thing but it's it's a fun place to work but it wasn't a forever thing for me so that's funny because maybe we would have met
1: that way yeah Yeah. in Alberta (laughs) well it's funny because it's like such a grueling career right and it's almost like every single person or every career I've had since getting out of college like everyone I know there's like one person I've worked with that's done culinary and either they dropped out or they worked in it and they hated it and they left so I'm like oh maybe I just found my right spot being an admin girl I don't know (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Even when I went into school too, I have a girlfriend that we talk about her all the time when we were in school, like it is really interesting to see because a lot of people would go into culinary. And I think that sometimes parents are pressuring kids to go into school. They don't know what they want to go into. So they just go into something, what they think is going to be easy. And I mean, culinary isn't easy. I definitely wouldn't say that, but a lot of people thought that. So every semester we'd go in, especially starting at the beginning And her and I would sit together and we'd be like, okay, who do you think is going to survive this semester? Because every semester, multiple groups and groups and groups of people, like from the group of people that we started with the first year to who we finished and and graduated. Yeah, like nuts. And even still now, there's still people that we graduated with and her and I still talk to or we have on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And like the number of people that graduated that we talked to that are still doing it are very few like she is she stuck with it her and I both really liked baking a lot more so we chose to kind of go in that direction Uh, and she continued and she stayed in it but in terms of other people in our class there's very few people that are still doing it like they all kind of said the same thing. Money is shit unless you know you've done an apprenticeship
1: and you're a registered chef. You're on to France and you're yeah. a red seal.
0: <laughs> I mean, I went to France, but like, I didn't get my red seal. But yeah, yeah, like doing shit like that, like it, it, it really takes somebody that has a severe drive. And is willing to kind of take those pay cuts and work those crappy hours to eventually get, hopefully get to the top, which isn't always a guarantee as well. But I mean, there's times where I feel like I regret stopping it only for the fact that it opened up a world of like traveling and stuff. But after this pandemic, I'm like, my fucking job was pandemic proof. Everybody's job in the culinary industry kind of a little sketchy a lot of people didn't so i mean thank goodness that i i picked career or i changed my path that kind of was a little bit more COVID proof But it's nice. I just had to, I had to mention that because I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know that. I mean, that's nuts, but we'll get into our topic today, which we're going to talk about dating in your thirties because we just celebrated our dirty thirties in January. I can't say that I have a lot of experience of dating because I've been in a relationship for so long, but I do have a lot of friends that have, and I kind of live vicariously through all of their bullshit that they go through. (laughs) (laughs) you have have some experience so I kind of wanted to ask you some questions about that when was your last relationship
1: serious relationship was like a boyfriend but not really a boyfriend two years ago I was you know 27 28 it ended and I mean it was a very bad relationship Even dating in my twenties, I never really had very many serious relationships. I had a boyfriend in high school, it was four and a half years, thought I was going to marry him, you know, like lost my virginity to him. And I thought, you know, Oh my God, this is going to be my forever guy. Right. And then after high school, I just hardly dated. And then I ended up with this Yahoo two years ago and he knew my family, my brother and him used to play hockey together and it was nice when it started, but when it got to the end, it was bad. And I just, I learned a lesson not to date people like that anymore. (laughs) And now, I mean, it's just now trying to date, it's it's harder because I mean, even with the pandemic, right? Like Tinder is such a, a widely used app, but I mean, there's Match, there's Hinge, there's all these crazy dating apps. And I mean, like, Honestly, in my opinion, it doesn't matter which dating app you use. The guys are all shit. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you suck. <laughs>
0: do, you, do you find that like, doesn't matter what app it is, whether it's like Hinge or Tinder or Bumble, I don't really know match that well. Don't know if people still use Plenty of Fish. There's a couple, a couple of them. Maybe are <laughs> old. I, don't, I don't remember. It's been a while. But do you find that it doesn't matter what it is? that it seems to be that there's always just like, it's a hookup culture where it's not really guys that are looking for a relationship. Or do you find that there's certain apps that maybe kind of gear towards that? Because like, obviously, I know Tinder has always been like the hookup app where people are just going on there to fuck. But then I kind of sometimes hear that with hinge as well. And I'm like, but I thought hinge was supposed to be more it's of supposed a to like, be
1: better. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I, like, honestly, like, when I first started using these dating apps, it was, like, right after high school and, like, Plenty of Fish was the thing. And I know my friends. I have no friends who have met guys off there. I know a girl who met a guy off of Nexopia. Do you remember Nexopia?
0: No. And <laughs> That's what? the same
1: thing as, like, MySpace, basically. Okay. And okay. she married that guy. And, like, I know people that have married people off of Plenty of Fish. But... I even know people that have married people off Tinder, you know? And like when I, I don't use plenty of fish, I use Tinder and I use hinge. And I'm, I specifically in my profile on Tinder say like, I'm not looking for a hookup, like, you know, and like, I feel like there are guys that are not looking for a hookup, but just not the ones I talk to. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I pick the wrong guys every time, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like, yeah. Like, I mean, you go for a drink with a guy and Then one thing leads to another and it's like they want to do stuff and then I don't want to do stuff. Sometimes I do want to do stuff in the moment and then I regret my choices. And then the next day, either we don't talk or I'll message and I'll say, oh, I had a great time. Usually you have to wait for the guy to uh, talk to you, whatever. But I've also had. Yeah, I've also had guys like message me and they're like, hey, you know, Amanda, I had a really great time with you, but uh, I just don't see this going anywhere and I'm like yes I didn't either (laughs) but there's a lot of guys that I have met where I'm like ghosted me like you know it's just I don't know dating is so weird like I wish I was dating in the 50s where it was like you take you meet a a girl on the street and the guy asks her to a dance and then all of a sudden you're married within a year you know like that's my dream but do
0: you really want that? Because I mean, as like cool experience. and fun and easy as it sounds, how the fuck do you even know that person? And you just married that person after dancing once? No, you don't know who you're dating.
1: Well, and I'm exactly, and I'm I'm very thankful for all the experience I've I have had. Let's just say like, I feel very wise for a 30 year old, but I don't feel old. Like I was literally like, Hanging out with friends this weekend, had a few drinks, was acting like a goof. Like I literally still feel like I'm 21 some days. Like I'm like, what is this 30 stuff? You know, like I, I do not feel I look more. 30 either. Like no, I couldn't but... agree with
0: you more. I feel like that all the time too. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm 30, but like I still feel like I'm the 20 year old that I was 10 years ago. It's fucked up to say exactly. that, 10 years ago, but I'm like, well what's the difference my responsibility and my age because like that's the only thing that's really making me feel like I'm 30 like I have to like I'm living on my own I mean some people lived on their own when they were maybe younger but I'm living on my own and I have bills and I have to be at my job (laughs) like it's not like I'm like oh maybe I just won't work anymore I fucking wish So I have to be at my job and I'm like, those are the only things that really make me feel like I'm 30. Maybe if I had kids, maybe I would feel like I'm 30. But other than that, I'm like, I'm a 20 year old living in an 80 year old person body because this body ain't 30. (laughs) This is an 80 year old
1: body. My knees crack when I back aches and my neck aches, like typing on the computer all day. I'm like, yeah, I'm a business bitch. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's exactly. like, I had to go to the chiropractor today because I was like, my back hurts from sitting on my ass too much. Help. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, um, so that's pretty normal for people that work in office jobs. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm trying to get up. He's like, you need to get up for at least one minute every 20 minutes. I'm like,
1: what that's what my mom my- used to tell me. <laughs>
0: How am I supposed to get any work done? There's times Bend and I-
1: snap, baby.
0: <laughs> There's times that I've sat on my desk. Oh my God, I told somebody this the other day. Oh, this is so bad. There's times that I've been at the office and I've sat on my desk for, I swear to God, full eight hours. I don't even know if I got up for, for lunch. I looked at my Fitbit and it said I did 200 steps for the day in eight hours.
1: What did I do? When did I... you go pee? What do you
0: have, a catheter in? Basically, basically, it was before I started drinking my one gallon water bottle, because like that shit will make me get up every 15 minutes. So maybe I should just keep drinking that and then I'll be good and I'll, you know, not die of a back <laughs> issue because I'm 30 years old and this shit shouldn't be happening. But there's nothing really for me that makes me feel 30 other than the the number. And now I feel really guilty for all the people that I said were old when I when you
1: were 20 and And you're like oh my god 30 you're so old I know I feel like that too and I'm just like I'm like oops I'm sorry I didn't mean it
0: (laughs) uh so I have a question what challenges do you think that you face regularly with dating like is there you know issues because you don't know what the person is going to be like when you see them in person do you get catfished where like you you see pictures of somebody and you're like oh they're hot i'm gonna go on a date with them and then you see them in person and you're like that is not your picture do you get hatfished or mask fish let's talk about pandemic shit like mask fishing are you are you seeing people that you're like oh that they're hot they take off their mask and you're like, hell, fucking no
1: never really got masked fished before because typically if someone's wearing a mask on their profile, I'm going to swipe left. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But my biggest problem is, is like, what is with guys? Like you have a cell phone, take a selfie once in a while. Like I don't want to see pictures of you 10 years ago in high school, like roll the fuck up, take a picture. Like all my pictures are up to date. Like, you know, I, Put a filter on it if you need to. Like, I put filters on my pictures. I don't give a shit. But the other thing that I really just, like, grinds my gears is height. I'm very short. I'm very petite. I'm 5'1", and when a guy tells me he's 5'10", or he's six foot and he comes to the door, and he's literally 5'6", I'm like, oh, my God. Why are you (laughs) lying to me about your height like what else are you lying to me about bro like do you have kids like somewhere like (laughs) you know like how many baby mamas do you have like what are you lying about are you a drug addict like
0: facts facts that's that's fair that's something really simple we're like if you're gonna lie about it then maybe wear platform shoes because the second (laughs) that I meet you you're gonna see it like it's
1: I'm gonna see it
0: I don't know what the issue is, too. Like, I mean, me personally, height's never really been a thing for me. I know that there's girls that are, like, if you're not. I might
1: be shallow. Yeah, yeah maybe you are.
0: <laughs> because I know that there's girls that are, like, if you're not 60, don't even entertain me. And I'm, like, give a guy a chance. Like. You know, maybe he's awesome in other ways that that six feet doesn't really matter. So you should, if that's one of the things that are going through <laughs> your head, Amanda, you need to cut that out because maybe you just said pass. You swipe left on your My soulmate, soulmate because <laughs> he wasn't six feet. <laughs>
1: so well, I have kind of moved on from him. Not gonna lie, the last couple guys I've like met up with, whatever dated, I don't know what you want to call it, hung out with you know, when you're laying in bed. Like, that's my biggest thing is, is like, I need the sex to be like good and comfortable. And like, I don't want to date a guy that's the same height as me or like an inch taller than me. Cause that's just like uncomfortable. I'm like the type of person, like I like to have my feet on top of their feet when we're laying in bed. That's like my like height tester. And <laughs> that makes sense yeah okay
0: kind of makes sense but I wasn't sure what you were doing when you brought up your fingers was a little concerned there I was like what the fuck is she about to say <laughs> but yeah I get it but I'm just saying like there's things may- again I'm not in the dating field so I don't know but there's things that I think should be non-negotiables and height. I think should be one of those things where like,
1: you can flex a little bit. I can flex. Definitely. I've learned to flex in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. And then that way you're not closing off good opportunities. Right. Because there's a lot of great, there's something that's called short Kings on another podcast that I listen to, you know, you can't say no to all the short Kings because sometimes they're really good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i have great personalities 100 percent, and other great things <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god yes exactly <laughs> all right so let's talk about your worst date tell me one of your worst dates that you've ever had it can be first date second date whatever it may be spilled beans oh my god <laughs> too many or too little
1: I can't even, like, honestly, like, I've had some pretty good dates. I'm not going to lie. Okay, let's
0: start with your best date then.
1: My best date probably was with my boyfriend from high school. I mean, it was like, you know, I was so young and like, we were both just like getting jobs at that point and, you know, like, took me out for a nice dinner and then went to a movie. Our parents drove us, of course, because we weren't driving. Like, um, and then like I spent the night at his house you know it was it was fun
0: <laughs> oh was it
1: fun was that the like
0: v-card night is that what made it so good
1: probably sometime around there yeah I mean we I probably had lost it before that date okay but I mean it was just you're young and everything felt like right in the moment, you know? And now ever since then, it's like, well, those are the expectations now. Like when you're older, like if you're dating a guy, it's like, okay, well, you better have money to take me out on a date. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah. So I actually wanted to ask you. So when it comes to going on a first date, do you let the guy pick you up or do you meet them there?
1: Honestly, it depends. Like I've met guys at wherever we're meeting, but I've also, I've had guys pick me up where it is a little bit sketch, but I'm just like, uh, whatever, like we're talking for a couple weeks and we add each other on Facebook, on Instagram. Like I creep them out pretty good. Like I'm an FBI agent. (laughs) If I die
0: today, it's okay.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, like, I'm like, well, I'm only living once. And like, yeah, most times I'm just like, whatever, you know, you got to give a guy a chance and like, yeah. I try not to act scared or whatever. I always have my cell phone on me anyways. I have like emergency contacts where I can just be like, call, like I can put my location on, send it to my mom immediately. Like
0: I've never really
1: gotten sketched out by like that, you know? And like, I've always been pretty safe and I feel like I can hold my own. Like I'm small, but. I'm a tough little Burton girl, like t- Taekwondo. I can defend myself. So I love that. <laughs> don't mess with me. <laughs> I don't have bear mace in my pocket or nothing, but <laughs> oh,
0: I, I need, I need something like that just in case <laughs> who knows what can happen. A little zapper. Yeah, I want one. Sounds bad, but I want one. <laughs> just in case.
1: Totally just remembered my worst date.
0: Yes, yeah, see, I knew it was gonna happen. Tell me, tell me, smell it. Uh,
1: okay, so I talked to this guy. It was either on Tinder or Hinge, one of the two. And like I was pretty attracted to him in the picture, so I'm not gonna lie. Um, he drove a like little race car, but I met him at the restaurant. Uh we met up at Brew House, which I know you guys don't have in Ontario. Which- no,
0: we actually do. You do. Yeah. I mean I thought about you like three weeks ago because I was driving in my old city and I'm like, hey, that says Canada Brew House. I'm like, weird. And then I'm like, wait, no, that's what Amanda was talking about. So I'm pretty sure we it's just literally got literally the best. You so you're saying I need to go. Okay. So Wednesday
1: night. Wednesday's the best. Cause I mean it's a little pricey, especially because the pandemic they raised their prices, but it's perfect. Like if you're like in I know you're probably not much into like hockey and stuff, but
0: no, but my best friend, Natasha is she's a hockey junkie. So if you're saying that that's a good place to go, and like have Wednesday w-
1: nights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I know
0: that I'm her and I are going to play in that in the summertime then because she lives in the city that I, I and used their, to their
1: patios are awesome. If they have a rooftop patio, it's sick. I think it is because this I'm pretty sure it was like three levels. Like the fucking you have to go. Okay, okay.
0: I promise I'm gonna go this summer and then I'll send you pictures. But so, anyways, your your bad day.
1: So I go to Brew House, I meet this guy, I walk up the stairs, and literally, like I seen him sitting, and I'm just like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but I did it, sucked it up, went and sat with him, and like I'm the type of person, like if I'm nervous, I'm not going to be able to eat very much. And like, I typically don't eat much on a first date. Like I'm the cheapest first date ever. Like buy me a couple drinks, buy me an appetizer. Usually my go-to appetizer at brew house is fried pickles. Cause I just absolutely love deep fried pickles. <laughs> yes, and they don't me make too. me, they don't make me fart or anything. Like I'm always nervous about like farting on a first date. Like you don't want to do that. You know, Oh my <laughs> so God. 100% real here with you. I love but- it. <laughs> So, like, he ate, like, a lot of food. Like, he had, like, an appetizer, an entree, whatever, right? And we had really good conversation. I mean, I wasn't, like, overly attracted to him, but I was like, okay, like, the night's still pretty early, you know? So then we ended up getting in his car, and we went for a drive, and we went to Dairy Queen. He got me some ice cream. So that was cute. (laughs) That's nice. But then, uh, you know, came back to my house dumb I don't know why I do that but oh no (laughs) we were like laying on the couch and stuff and like he had lost a lot of weight like it's so weird the last couple guys I've been dating have been like really overweight and then they lose weight and well I don't know if this is too much to say on here really turned me off and like he really wanted to like get it on and i'm just like no it's not happening man like i'm not into this right now like this the date is ending like you need to leave my house basically yeah and then like after that like he would not stop messaging me like and it was just like too much for me and like i'm not used to that i'm usually the one that's like becomes obsessed with the guy and like i hate that about myself but like it's like if i like a guy like I'm not the type of person to, like, shy away. I'm, like, if guy's not talking to me, well, I'll be like, hey, what's up?
0: Yeah, I'm the and same I'm not way. Scared. I'm like, the same way. It's so and if ba- they don't
1: like me, then I have to get it through my head. And I'm like, hey, well, this guy's ghosting me then, you know? But this guy yeah. literally was, like, on it. And, like, I, like, literally, like, told him, like, sorry, I'm just, like, not that interested. And then, like, months later, he would ask me, like, hey, how are you doing? And all this stuff, right? And I just... It got to the point where I ended up blocking his number and I kind of felt bad. So like, I've literally never done that before. So
0: it was the worst date because like one, you weren't attracted to him in person versus in pictures. And then two, he just kind of came off strong in general. Yeah.
1: And like, it just like, I wish I didn't invite him back to my house. And like, even when we were making out, like all I could taste was the food he ate. And I'm just like, <gasps> no the worst thing ever. And like, it's so funny because like, some guys, like, when you're making out with them, like, it doesn't bug you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like even with you and your man, you know, like, you could probably both eat garlic and just be like, Pfft. like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And, 100%. Like, and some guys, yeah, like, I don't know. It just, like, he literally was, like, old man vibes, bro. And he wasn't even that much older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a whole lot going on
0: there that made that not good. So that's fair. That's fair. So now going back to first dates, when you go on a first date with a guy, do you think that
1: they should pay?
0: Or are you the type of person that you're like, it's a first date, I'll split, or does not matter?
1: Honestly, like in today's culture, I feel like you can't be very like judgmental or expect things. But I mean, if you're a rig pig guy and you're an oil money like that, I typically go for uh, you should have like, you know, especially if I'm ordering an appetizer and a drink, you should be paying bro. Especially if I drove myself there, like, come on, man. Like it's a first date, like don't waste my time. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I make decent money. I can pay for myself. I can handle it. Like, but I've been very lucky. Like the last couple of times I've gone on dates, like guys have paid and like, I've even offered to pay. I've even offered to like, pay the tip. Like I'm not super cheap, but I mean, like, I just think it's the gentleman thing to do, like on a first date, like if we're not going on an extravagant date, then, you know, but, um, I also have another really good date that I just totally thought of this guy I met on Tinder after like my bad relationship two years ago, took me to an Oilers game. Okay. That's fun. (laughs) And I mean, we had good seats, like fifth row, like it was a good time, but I mean, he works out of town and he's a rig pig guy. And I mean, he's got lots of money, you know, but, uh, he was not looking for something serious and, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where it just kind of phases out. Like we'll, we'll snap here and there like Snapchat, but I mean, nothing ever came of it, but I mean, like, that was a freaking awesome first date. Like, Got to that. go to like a $200 hockey game, like, fuck yeah, bud, <laughs> drinking some beers.
0: <laughs> that is Pre-COVID.
1: Awesome. Yeah. That, <laughs> like that's right before off. COVID. So it was awesome. Cause like COVID was just like starting as a thing. So yeah. it was like the last time I got to go to Roger's place before it all was like, no one can go in here.
0: <laughs> like- so if you, if you went on a date with a guy and at the end of the date, say you just went out for food, if he was like, all right, we're splitting the bill. How would you handle that? Would you be like, I'm never talking to you again and do it? Or like, like, what would you do?
1: It honestly depends on like the guy, how long we were talking, like, say we were talking for a long time. And if I knew that he was like interested in me, then like, I probably wouldn't have a big deal about it. But I mean, it's like, if you're not interested in me and like, you know, you're just like looking at me to like fork out some cash because you're I wasn't what you were expecting like yeah. that almost makes me feel like I'm not good enough that you couldn't afford to like take me out you asked me on the date you should be paying like I'm sorry that's a high expectation but I'm very old school and like I'll make it known you know like I just but I've I've just been fortunate enough that I haven't had to do that in a long time like when I dated my boyfriend in high school I mean I paid for a lot of stuff and like I regret that a lot And I am also a giver, not a taker. So it is very hard for me to go on a first date and not pay. But like, I've just gotten used to it, I guess, because like you have to. And I also feel that, you know, if a guy is taking you out, I just feel like it's the proper thing to do. And if you actually invest time in me, it'll in the long run, you'll be happy because I'll buy you lots of gifts. I'll make you nice cupcakes and nice cookies make you all the
0: dinners
1: you know and maybe some strawberry and whipped cream in the bedroom (laughs) oh god
0: Amanda that's so funny okay let's talk about your non-negotiables what are things that like when you're talking to a guy organically or on an app that you're like absolutely like I can't I can't move forward because this is something that has to happen, say like kids or marriage or whatever. Well, what are some of those for you?
1: Honestly, it's the whole kids thing. It's, it's a very touchy subject, I guess. Um, I don't know why our generation is so scared to talk about kids, but it's like, if I'm going to invest some time in you, like, obviously I want to know like what your game plan is in the long run. Like, and it's not like, oh, I want kids with you. And that's what how they take it every time. They get so scared about talking about it. And it's like, I'm not about to like depopulate the humanization of the world. You know, like I want kids. Like I think I'm cute. I want a mini me. I want to dress them up. I want to put them in school. I want to teach them all the things that I was too stupid to learn. I want to, you know, like carry on heritage and culture and everything about that. Like I just love kids. But it's funny because... I typically won't date someone with kids because oh, baby mama drama. No, thank you. Don't have time <laughs> for that.
0: You don't want to be a stepmom um, for the right person. I mean, maybe, maybe but it's fair. I mean, I'm not judging you on that. I judged you on the height, but I won't judge you on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I want to say it has to be the right person. And like, say like the baby mama is like, a deadbeat. <laughs> Sorry, baby mamas, <laughs> but like, if you're not like, you know, if you're not a great mom, like maybe I'll consider it. But I mean, even if you were a great mom, and like, I don't like the whole idea of like the jealousy thing. Like, I know there's lots of people out there that can co-parent and all of that, but I still feel like I'm too young to be um, diving into that kind of world because, like, I would like to have kids of my own because then it's like, you know, like, it's so funny because like so many people I know that are my age and even younger than me have been married with kids and then divorced. And now they're dating someone. And I'm like, I can't even get a boyfriend and you already have a new boyfriend. Like what? You're having a kid with a second guy? Like what? You know, it's just crazy to me, but yeah. Like, I mean, I would still date someone that doesn't want kids. Cause I mean, maybe down the road, maybe they'll change their mind. And like, I don't know. I've been told that I should look into freezing my eggs or adopting, and I'm like, it's not a bad thing. Okay, I'm not, yeah, the I don't money. have all the money, but like, it'd be nice. Like, I mean, I would definitely look consider into adopting and stuff. But yeah, that's that's probably one of my like kind of non-negotiables, I guess. Another one is probably like, like if you're heavily into you know, drugs and stuff. Like I tend to stay away from you because I'm not about that lifestyle. Like I have my life together. I also like living alone. Um, I've been in my condo now for four and a half years. I have a mortgage. I'm about to pay it off within the next year. Good for you, girl. Thank you. So yeah, I just, I really need someone that is going to add value to my life and not take away and not like, mess up my routine. Like every Sunday, I am such a loser. I clean my house. I do my laundry. I change my sheets on my bed. So they're fresh for the girls. Sundays, Sundays are you my cleaning. prep.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like, yeah. and I feel like some guys are just like, Oh, I haven't cleaned my toilet in two months. I'm like, okay, see you later. You have no hygiene skills. Go away. Like, go away. <laughs> like, you know, I just, that kind of grosses me out. Like I, a guy has to have good hygiene. They have to like care about themselves. Like I don't expect you to be like super fit or like a, a gym gym rat. Cause like gym rats typically scare me because like, I'm not a gym rat myself. Like yeah, I'll go enough. for a walk and stuff, but I'm not about to go and lift like 180 pounds. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Just not my type of tea. I guess, but you never know what could change in the next year. It's true. It's true. Maybe
0: you find your future husband and all of a sudden go on you're a powerlifter. <laughs>
1: exactly. Powerlifter, going hiking in the mountains. I don't know.
0: So I have one more question to ask you before we play our fun, would you rather game? Uh, so I just wanted to know if you could give your 20 year old self any advice when it comes to dating with the knowledge that you have now, what would you say?
1: Slow down, <laughs> be patient. <laughs> don't go for the first thing that you see, I guess. And like, just take time more like investing in yourself.
0: I love that. I think that's awesome.
1: <laughs> I honestly just thought of that
0: just right now. I was like, oh, I should ask for that. Cause that's such a good question. Okay. It is. Yeah. Are you ready for your, would you rather? Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's give her. Okay. <laughs> would you rather never touch a person of the opposite sex again? Or never touch a computer again? A computer. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Okay, would you, would you rather lose your sex organs forever or gain 200 pounds for the rest of your life?
1: Uh gain 200 pounds. I'll be a hot mama.
0: <laughs> okay, would you rather be incredibly happy but alone forever or unhappy but with the love of your life?
1: Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> Honestly, probably unhappy, but with my the love of my life because at least I could still get it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. okay, would you rather be a body found on a pile of sex toys or a pile of drugs? <laughs> 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 I found really good ones. I couldn't help myself.
1: honestly, I'm gonna tell you this i it'd be the drugs for me because like my worst nightmare like. I personally don't own any toys. I will own up to that. I'm 30 years old and everyone's like, you have no toys? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm judging you right now. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like everyone does. But there's that teenage movie or whatever where the girl's in bed and she has a dildo and they and she's like dildoing herself and then they come and they bring her the birthday cake and they set it on her lap and the dildo goes like right through the cake oh and the not sandwich. another teen movie yes yes but everyone were- knows this movie and it awesome. freaks me out literally gives me nightmares and because like in my 20s i i moved out when i was 19 and i was renting like until i got my condo and yeah. um my parents were the only ones around to help me move or be my brother and i'm like I don't have no secret shoe box full of these freaking vibberty robberty things that are going to go off. And like, that's just like me, you know, like, and I've oh. even had a guy ask me like, well, then like, what do you do? I'm like, Pamela Anderson, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what that's does a guy so... do?
0: Like, oh, not every that... guy has a flashlight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay. Would you rather have unlimited money? Power and respect or unlimited sex?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm single in 30, honestly. Uh, Probably unlimited sex. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. Like, I like sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Would you rather
0: have an ugly genius or a hot moron? Oh,
1: honestly, probably a hot moron because I would feel smart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Um,
1: would you rather have your partner
0: look through all of your texts, chat, and email history or your employer? (sighs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I did that.
1: Honestly, probably my lover (laughs) (laughs) or my, whatever you said, my man.
0: Okay. Would you rather smell terrible, but you can't smell it or your partner smell and you have to smell it?
1: Uh, Probably have my partner smell gross. Oh, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I don't think I, I know. Could. And I'm like such a hygiene person. It's just like, I've always been complimented on my smell. Like, you know how everyone says like Rihanna, like smells so great. Yeah. Like literally like growing up like junior high everyone said that I smelled like vanilla sugar like all the time
0: (gasps) is that the one that's like pink and it has a swirl and it's a spiral at the top
1: yes I know
0: exactly what you're talking about
1: yeah so like and like I just like it's funny because like people like I'm blonde I'm fair like vanilla you know like but I'm not (laughs) vanilla in bed
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay I have to end this with the best and worst question okay had to end it with the bang. Sex with Megan Fox with a penis or Jason Momoa with a vagina? Oh God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably Megan Fox with a dick. Cause like <laughs> I need some D in my life. <laughs> oh my God. Okay.
0: I love that. Vaginas so-
1: just scare me. Like I am like I've never touched the other sex, like maybe a little peck here, like drug night. And yeah, so no, I'd probably honestly go. That's so
0: funny. (laughs) I love it. I had, I had to end it with that. (laughs) So before we close out our episode, is there any question that you wish I would have asked you?
1: No, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Like (laughs) talked about it all.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. I really appreciate your openness and honesty with the dating world that we have today. And I look forward to everyone getting to
1: experience this episode. <laughs> Me too, girl. West coast, best coast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bye guys. All right, love
0: you. Well, that concludes today's episode. Bye Vibers.